Brilliance Audio presents Lacey by Michael Fleeman Performed by Malcolm Hilgartner Hi, Mom. It was Scott Peterson on the line. Sharon Roca was preparing Christmas Eve dinner for the family when her son-in-law called. There was concern in his voice. Is Lacey there? No, Sharon said. She hadn't spoken to her daughter since the night before. Well, said Scott, she's missing. The wording was peculiar. Lacey was missing. Not gone, not out. Then a horrible feeling overcame her. Sharon Roca knew immediately that something was terribly wrong. Scott called at least two more times on the evening of Tuesday, December 24, 2002, when a cold fog descended on Modesto. The next time he phoned, he told his mother-in-law that he had called everybody he could think of, and nobody knew where Lacey was. The third time Scott called his in-law's house, about 6.30 p.m., his mother-in-law told her husband, Ron Gransky, to phone the police. When the officers arrived, it took very little to convince them of the urgency of the situation. Scott hadn't seen Lacey since that morning. When he got home in the late afternoon, her car was there, her purse was there, her cellular phone was there, but not Lacey. There was no note, no message on the answering machine, no word left with any family or friends. This wasn't like her. She was outgoing and bubbly, but not impetuous or irresponsible. She was the mini Martha Stewart to her friends, the gracious but strict hostess who served dinner at eight and don't be late, and be sure to dress accordingly. She wrote notes for holidays and special occasions. Surely she would have left a note if she were to leave before such an important evening. She was the model of manners and comportment, of doing things right, of expecting the same of others. She was also eight months pregnant, with their first child, a boy, whom they planned to name Connor. Scott rounded up the neighbors. In the misty darkness, with temperatures dipping toward the forties, they searched throughout his La Loma neighborhood. Scott looked distraught, scared. Teary-eyed, he ran down Covina Avenue past the end sign where the street dead ended into a well-trod footpath. He went through the open gate and headed down the steep path into East La Loma Park. She must be in the park. She had been getting ready to walk the dog. Scott searched. The neighbors searched. The police officers went into the park, probing the darkness with their mag lights, looking behind the bushes and rocks, walking up and down the banks of Dry Creek, searching under the footbridge. In the foggy skies, a helicopter from the Stanislaus County Sheriff's Department strafed the grounds with its powerful searchlight. The officers roamed the streets of the La Loma neighborhood, just northeast of downtown Modesto, looking for any traces of the pregnant woman, interviewing anybody they could find, to see if they'd seen or heard anything. They found a neighbor, Karen Service, who hadn't seen Lacey that day, but had seen her dog. At about 10.30 that morning, Service was pulling out of her driveway onto Covina when she saw a golden retriever she recognized as Mackenzie scampering down the street, trailing a muddy leash. She led the dog to its home at 5.23 Covina, where the gate to the backyard was open. That must have been how the dog got out, Service thought. She put the dog in the yard and closed the gate and thought nothing of it until the police showed up later that evening and asked her if she had seen anything unusual that day. By midnight, a small group of friends gathered in front of the greenhouse and wondered and worried. Where could she be?
The next morning, Christmas Day, Scott called his parents down in San Diego. They had always been fond of Lacey. She had sent his mother a heartfelt note on the first Mother's Day after they were married and signed it with her name and a happy face. Her mother knew it was her son calling because she recognized his voice, but she couldn't understand him. He was crying, blubbering, incomprehensible, save for a single word. Lacey. The little greenhouse at 523 Covina sat a block and a half from where the tree-lined street hit a fence of gray, weathered wood. The house had wood siding, a red brick chimney, a wide driveway and wood gate that opened to a newly installed swimming pool and patio, where there was an outdoor chess set with marble pieces shaped like frogs. There were young palm trees growing next to the front window, the curtains uncharacteristically closed. Lacey had liked the morning light.